And now let us talk about the third ballot question, and this has to do with tax exemption for charities. What are we addressing uh, in this ballot question? So the final question we're discussing has to do with giving an exemption from property taxes for purely public charities who are using real property, meaning real estate, for the purpose of building or repairing single-family homes that are then going to be financed by that charity uh, to individuals using non-interest loans. So what exactly does that mean? Well, think Habitat for Humanity is the very likely beneficiary of this new amendment. So a, a, a nonprofit that is already a 501c3, so already recognized as a nonprofit under federal tax law, they have a bunch of homes that they, they, they buy land, they build homes, uh, they repair homes, and then they sell them to families and they uh, give them no interest loans, uh, basically a no interest mortgage, so that a, a family, often one that's trying to rise out of poverty, can, can have a home and can, uh, that will, it could eventually become their own. And this is essentially saying that at least while that home is owned by the, the charity, the Habitat or, or, or similar organization, uh, they will not have to pay property taxes on that home. And um, we addressed this earlier in the program talking about um, the difference between um, the different rec kinds of referendums that we have on here. Uh, but I'll go back and ask it. I mean, as this is not a constitutional referendum, I just want to be sure, is this a binding ballot question or um, can we or in other words, can we expect to see this to go into law or is this some kind of poll of some sort, like something similar <laughs> to what we see in a primary ballot? It's really the same. Uh, as I mentioned, because this deals with property taxes, the Georgia Constitution requires it to go through this process, whereas otherwise the legislature could have just passed it by a majority. So it's not quite a poll. It's not just that the legislator wants to make sure we're all okay with it. Uh, they have to do it this way because it affects property taxes. Georgia, in its constitution, is very sensitive about anything that could lead to a, a raising of property taxes, or in this case, letting certain groups out of their property taxes. So it has to follow the same process as constitutional amendment. The only real practical difference between this and the other two uh, questions we discussed is it won't actually amend the Georgia Constitution. It will simply amend uh, Georgia's statutes, the Georgia Code. And so, you know, this seems... Uh Fairly straightforward. It does seem to uh, really benefit uh, one organization within our, our um, uh, state charity environment, although I'm sure there are others who do similar things. Uh, are there other things to look into uh, this question uh, other than you know, uh, benefiting a uh, somewhat Habit Habitat for Humanity-like um, organization that's uh, trying to work on affordable housing? Are there any other ways that this could be used? Um, in other words, unintended consequences or other things to, to be concerned when weighing in on this question? I don't think there's really unintended consequences. You know, it's not limited to Habitat Humanity. There are the, the most obvious public charity that does this sort of work, but of course any other group could do that, and, and this may just inspire more groups to go into this type of business. Uh, however, I, I don't really understand the necessity for this, uh, which is not to say that it, it's a bad thing, but uh, I don't really understand the, the need for it uh, and, and see it as much of an improvement over existing law. 
Now, I'm not an, an expert in nonprofit law. I do some work in that area, so maybe a, a nonprofit law expert can correct me on this. But uh, Georgia law already has property tax exemptions for purely public charities. In fact, it's in the Georgia Code under the exemptions for property tax that purely public charities don't have to pay property tax. So uh, I think the question for me is, you know, wasn't Habitat already exempt from this? And I'm speculating a bit, but I think the answer might be that uh, the the way this typically works is that property taxes are collected by counties. And here we're talking about, you know, uh, state law that's referencing federal law. So state law that says purely public charities uh, don't have to pay property taxes. And one of the part of the strong evidence that you're a purely public charity is that you're a 501c3 under federal tax law. But practically speaking, the way you have to get that property exemption is you have to apply to the county tax office. And you have to say to them, I'm a 501c3. I'm acting as a purely public charity. This is property that I own. I would like the tax exemption. And you know, the counties have some discretion in deciding whether or not to award that exemption to you. And one of the things they're looking at is, is this property being used for your purely public charity purpose? So you could be a 501c3, but if you have a building that you are renting out for profit, um, that would not you know, get the property tax exemption. So my best guess uh, about this is that there have been organizations like Habitat that have run into some problems getting uh, property tax exemptions, or at least it's been a bit burdensome for them to convince Uh, county tax officials that they are eligible for this exemption, and therefore this is just making it very, very explicit that, yes, we do intend this sort of use to fall under the tax exemption. That's really what I think is the main takeaway from this this referendum question. Well, Matt Ressing, I want to thank you for joining us again in talking about uh, these issues of law Um, on our 2020 general election ballot. Thank you again. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much.